0: Welcome to TGI Tourism Geography Insights, a podcast of Tourism Geography's journal where we discuss our latest research and developments of our peer-reviewed journal which explores tourism and tourism-related areas of recreation and leisure studies from a geographic perspective. All right, welcome to this week's Tourism Geographies podcast. I'm lucky enough to be speaking with David Flood and he's on his recently published paper called Interpath Relations and the Triggering of Wine Tourism Development uh, with a couple of uh, his colleagues. Uh, it's recently published in Tourism Geographies. Now, let me just tell you a little bit about David. David is a PhD candidate, he's just submitted, so, congratulations in Human Geography at the Department of Geography and Environment. At the University of Aberdeen in the UK, but it's also in collaboration with Curtin University in Western Australia. So, uh, welcome, David, to the podcast.
1: Thanks a lot, Stephen. I'm very glad to be part of the podcast. i um, I follow some episodes, so I'm very excited to be Exce- participant.
0: Excellent. Glad you glad you could uh, glad you could join us. I'm a wine a bit of a wine tourist myself, so I'm very interested in this topic. Uh, it's a bit early in the morning for a wine at the moment while, while I'm recording now, but but, but anyway, <laughs> uh, it's five o'clock somewhere as they as they say. Let the uh, let me pose the first question. So, you know, what question or problem was the research trying to
1: understand? Oh, okay. Uh, so th- this this paper came as one of the outcomes of my PhD thesis. Uh, under the title Sustainability Transitions in Tourism in the Margaret River Region in Western Australia. So, at the beginning, our focus was mainly on how is that a destination, such as the Margaret River Region, can transition to become more sustainable than it is. Uh, for that, we use evolutionary economic geography on the one hand, and on the other hand, the multilevel perspective, which is one framework on sustainability transition research. So particularly in the sense of uh, evolutionary economic geography and path dependence mainly, we decided to focus a bit more into the history of the destination. And precisely because of the EEG, evolutionary economic geography, uh, lens, we started to read, let's say in in quotation marks, to read the history of the destinations. And then we realized that obviously tourism interacts within the destination with other industries, but with, the, with this uh, lens, with this EEG lens, we wanted to understand in detail how these relations take place between tourism and, in the case of Margaret River region, with the timber, dairy, and wine industry. And that's basically what what this paper w- one wants to understand and one, the, the message that it wants to deliver. Excellent. All right. So. You, you touched a little bit
0: about Margaret River in Western Australia. I'm Australian at uh, Margaret River. Uh, you know, Wine region is very well well known amongst Australians. But maybe for other listeners, can you just go into a little bit more detail about the background or the context of this work?
1: Sure. Uh, as I said, it, it's part of, of, my, of my three and a half uh, thesis, uh, PhD research. Uh, yeah, it's about the Margaret River region, as I was saying, located in the southwest corner of Western Australia. The the, the MRR, as we refer to this region in the paper, encompasses two local government areas, which is one, the city of Baselton, the other one, Augusta Margaret River. In terms of tourism, the main destination management office is uh, uh, Margaret River Baselton Tourism Association. And as you said, this region is very famous for its wine. It has around 900 cellar doors. But it's not only wine. This region is also famous for its beaches where surfing, it's one of the main activities done, as well as others. The Margaret River pro surfing competi- uh, com- competition is also very popular. Uh, in 2019, for instance, the Margaret River region uh, was uh, named as the top destination in the Asia-Pacific region, which was an amazing uh, uh, achievement by the destination. Mm. Within this destination, um, in, in relation to our research, uh we we uh, yeah. interviewed let's say uh 50 around 54 interviewees not only stakeholders within the tourism industry but also related industries such as the wine industry and other emerging businesses also we interviewed authorities in the local regional and federal level which was uh, amazing I, I must say the engagement of the interviewees from, from this area was uh, was unbelievable. I really liked it. They were very willing to share their knowledge, which was key for this uh, for this paper.
0: You also uh, referred to some document analysis. What what types of documents supplemented the the data there?
1: I, I was precisely going to mention that. So I must acknowledge the, the 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 importance and and the accessibility of the National Library of Australia through its uh, resource called Trove we managed to access key documents uh, that allowed us to delve into the history of the destinations we got uh, we managed to access let's say newspaper articles and similar types of documents for from the uh, late 19th century that well that were very well conserved so using those documents um, around 500 documents we managed to to uh, to, to address in detail the changes in the in the development of the destination, using code words such as uh, not only tourism but also caves, which is an important element in the destination, not as much as before but uh, still relevant. So in the end, we managed to to read once again in quotation marks to read the the history of the destinations for around one hundred and fifty years since tourism emerged in the destination in the light, in the late nineteenth century until until
0: until now I would say excellent all right let's move on to the theories and concepts that underpin this work so you've emphasized that the geographical importance of this uh, of this research and and understanding the the region which is a feature of articles published in in tourism geographies it has to have that geography component so so readers and listeners uh, of tourism uh, geographies and uh, and those uh, actively in the discipline will be very familiar with evolutionary economic geography, EEG. Can you explain to those who are perhaps less familiar what EEG concepts are in the paper you referred to path dependence and and inter-path relationships? So uh, can you expand on that a bit, please?
1: So yeah, sure. So EEG, evolutionary economic geography, allowed us to to pay attention to the, to the role of history and geography in the evolution of a particular industry, in this case tourism. So we use e.g., which um, is based on three, to some extent, related uh, paradigms or theories. One of them path-dependent theory, the other two ones are complex theory and generalized Darwinism. The two late last ones, we don't use them that much in this paper. We focus mainly on, on the relevance of path-dependent theory. Which basically tell us how a destination evolves as a result of its own history as a self-reinforcing process, which is not only because of historical uh, factors that take place along its evolution, but also deeply influenced by the place. So, an important element to 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 take from the pa- from path dependence theory in, in the sense of, EEG would be that path dependence is also place dependent. That is key to the to the use of this of this concept. So within path dependence, the main concepts that we use uh, were obviously path dependence, but also path creation, which is the the ability of a a particular path because of human agency or external factors in some cases to deviate, to break from history, to create a new path. Also, we use path dissolution, which in this particular case of the paper, it's uh, when an industry continued to operate in a particular region and hence relocates, so it dissolves, it disappears from the from the region or destination. Uh, so, for this regard, for for this objective, we use uh, like very important papers uh, such as uh, Martins 2010 Rod lecture, but also Martin and Sunli 2006, uh, Garus and Corner 2001. And obviously, all the papers, uh, all the chapters from this book on the evolution of destinations, but by Patrick Browder in 2014, if I'm not wrong. But that w- that would be like like the initial, the, like the first steps, because, uh, and here we have to acknowledge the the contribution of the reviewers from the journal who recommended us to also pay attention to more recent work on path dependence, which is actually interpath relations. So in this regard, we started to delve into, into more recent papers, such as the one uh, called Beyond the Single Path View by Frankenheim et al, 2020, uh, towards a comprehensive understanding of new regional industrial path by uh, Hassink et al, 2019. And perhaps one of the most relevant uh, for our paper, which was the one by Braille et al, 2021, called Path Formation or Reformation, which use a framework to understand how, as the name says, interpath relations, it helps us understand how different paths within a region interact, but in more detail. So whether those relations are competing, or if those relations are synerg- synergetic, or if those relations are just neutral. So we use all those concepts, particularly interpath relations, to see how tourism in the Margaret River region interacted with three different industries regional industries, the timber industry, the dairy industry, and more recently with the wine industry. So it, it, what is also very relevant for this paper is that we use the interpath relation concept to understand the relation of tourism with these uh, three industries that I just mentioned in a span of around 150 years, so it gave us not only the, 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 the Let's say the details on how the interaction takes place in just 10 years or 20 years, but I think it's important to 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 highlight that the span of time that we applied in which we applied this this concept inter relations. so I would say that those are the the, the main theoretical concepts.
0: Nice it, it your your research is just such a good fit for for uh, the uh, tourism tourism geography, so it was uh, you know it was a great great choice of. Yeah, outlet, you know, given the, the tourism perspective and, and especially the geography <laughs> perspective. So having done the research, what, what did you, what, what are the main takeaways or
1: the findings from the research? Uh, well, I, I would go for, I, first of all, I would go for the most obvious one. So that uh, the paper provides empirical evidence about the, the variegated, uh, the multiple interactions between tourism and other industries, which is obvious. Tourism interacts with a lot of industries. But we added uh, a a historical dimension, so how this interaction takes place a long time. In our case, once again, in around 150 years. What else? Also, that that those interactions are not static. So we can see, for instance, in the paper that interactions that at some point are just neutral became competitive and then Mm. neutral again, as in the case when tourism, the interaction between tourism and the timber industry or also that it could go from competitive, as was uh, in the early stages of, of the wine industry and tourism industry, to then became quite complementary. Like right now, we, we, we have this uh, Margaret River region destination, which is based largely on wine tourism. So it's impressive to see that at the beginning, both industries were competing. So that that's, that's I think, one part of the empirical takeaways from this paper. I would say in terms of... Uh, Going more into the theoretical aspect, uh, this paper allowed us to identify, for instance, how agency, in the sense of path creation, is distributed about uh, between not only actors within the tourism uh, industry, but actually the the, the decisions and and the agency of actors in other industries can influence. Uh, perhaps not purposefully, but can indirectly can directly influence the tourism industry. As in the case of decisions taken in the wine industry to locate the the wine industry in the destination was pivotal, was key, was fundamental for the new configuration of the destination that we have now. And finally, I would say one of the most important takeaways, uh, for, for particularly that I, I really I'm glad to share, is that we added a new term to. To this uh, path dependence metaphor that it's uh, that is used within EG, in this case, this paper contributes with the term uh, path blending, which, which takes place in the Magdalena River region. Uh, I'm just going to give an example of it. Like we have the tourism industry uh, that is in the redestination from, as I said, from the late 19th century, and the turi- that wine industry that emerged in the 1970s. So. Right now in the destination, we we see that there is a tourism industry. We see that there is a wine industry, but we can also see that it is a wine tourism industry. So this third path is not entirely separated from the tourism industry. It's not entirely separated from the wine industry, but at the same time, it is an independent path with that resulted from the blending of of uh, routines, the blending of particular soft and hard institutions, to be an example of a, of a blend path, and which is why we call it path blending to this process. And we think it could be useful to understand other cases of agritourism, perhaps tea tourism, whiskey tourism, or other similar ones. Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, that. That really makes sense and
0: uh, is a is a nice contribution to the to the existing body of knowledge uh, you mentioned you, you i mean you just submitted your phd so uh, you know since you undertook this research you know how have you extended it or what are your uh, you know some of the your broad ideas to to build on on this research since uh, it was you know undertaken
1: yeah, uh, well, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm very glad to have submitted my PhD thesis. To be <laughs> honest, <laughs> quite a milestone for me. I yes, would say. well done. Uh, yeah, thank you very much. So, uh, so in, in relation to this paper, we obviously want to delve more into the concept of path blending. We have, because of the of the scope of the paper, we didn't delve too much into it. So one thing that we want to do, and when I say we, I refer to me and my supervisors. We want to delve more into, into as into path blending to understand more how these interactions uh, take place in detail. If 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 the wine tourism industry is more dependent on the on the tourism industry or in the wine industry, how is this going on? We want to delve more into that. For that, uh, we're going to use still the interviews that we carried out as well as a more updated documentary analysis. But also, we are, as I was, as I said at the beginning, this paper is also focused. The overall thesis that I carried out is focused on sustainability transitions. So we are currently uh, developing a paper focused on this. and also, and this is perhaps more interesting for the tourism geography scholars. We're focusing on what are the place-based factors constraining. And supporting a transition towards more sustainable tourism in the destination, that uh, hopefully soon will be published.
0: Very good. I encourage you and listeners to grab a bottle of Australian wine while you're uh, thinking about this or listen, <laughs> listening about this topic. Now, you, you enjoy? Uh, did, you, did you enjoy going visiting the the wineries?
1: Oh, uh, this is a this is an anecdote that I don't know if it's uh, if I could sure. share it here, but uh, so. I was supposed to travel to the Margaret River region in April, 2020, but, uh, this, uh, pandemic happened and because of that, I never managed to travel to the, to the area of study. Oh, uh, so I carried all my research online, but, uh, thanks, uh, thanks to my supervisor based in Australia, we managed to keep the research closely related to the area of study. So okay. So yeah, I mean, we managed to do that. Um, I'm really looking forward to traveling to Australia in the soon future, to be honest, and to visit as many cellar doors as
0: possible. Excellent. Well, uh, thank you for sharing your research with us today, David. Just as a recap, I want to remind listeners that we are listening to David Flood and uh, on his uh, recently published paper, Interpath Relations and the Triggering of Wine Tourism Development. and uh, David it has just submitted his PhD in Human Geography at the Department of Geography and Environment at the University of Aberdeen in the UK, and the research was done in collaboration with Curtin University in Western Australia. David, thanks for sharing your research with us today.
1: Thanks a lot, Stephen.